What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, where food, fitness, and mental health come to hang out. Nutrition, training, and life. It's all fair game on MTK, Meathead Test Kitchen. Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, a podcast where food and fitness come to hang out. I'm Sasha. I'm Sadie. And we have had, like, we've said this a few times on the podcast that we need to do an episode on healthier eating on a budget. Um, So we're going to do just that today. Uh, Everyone has different budgets, different food preferences, different dietary needs. So keep in mind that these suggestions are, as always, your mileage may vary uh, type of deal. And when we were researching, putting our ideas together, these were kind of the top four tips that we thought would apply to pretty much everybody. Um, I, for one, am really excited to dig into it. Um, So let's go. But we do have a disclaimer at the top. We picked these with the assumption that you already know what your monthly or weekly food budget is. Yes. Um, we are not financial people, so we're not really good at giving you a fucking lecture on how to do a budget. I'm not telling you how to budget. (laughs) Oh, I'm the last person to tell anybody how to fucking rock a budget. However, if you are strapped for cash, which I have been a lot in my life and you want to make sure that you continue putting good things into your face hole, you can do that without spending a shit ton of money. And there are people that are going to be mad about that mostly the ones that are selling you fucking meal kits or uh, meal replacement shakes or any of that shit. Let them be mad. (laughs) Don't care. Um, But real talk, like we've both been broke as fuck. Uh, We understand the struggle of wanting to be able to eat better food than what you have in your price range. Um, We're going to talk a little bit about how you can save some money with groceries. We're going to talk to you about churching up some of these groceries that are more inexpensive and easier to find um and yeah like always if you have questions you know hit the pause button shoot us an email hello at meheadtestkitchen.com and then roll on with the rest of the episode but yeah. um yeah like we understand the struggle let me say mm. that as a disclaimer as well i know that we are two fucking white bitches from middle america and we have many many privileges but sasha and i have both been broke as fuck i have True. literally eaten government cheese and peanut butter before yeah like So we get it. So the first thing that you want to do that's going to make your life easier if you're shopping on a budget, and we're going to talk about uh, mindful eating. We're going to call it mindful eating. We're not going to call it clean eating. Rest in peace. Rest in piss, actually. (laughs) The the concept of clean eating, because there's no such thing as a clean or a dirty food. Food is just fucking food. Mm -hmm. Eat what you want to eat in moderation and live your fucking life. And that's the last we're going to say about that today. But um, what you want to do when you're trying to be a mindful eater on a budget is use like the local ads and coupons. So um, if you don't get a Sunday paper, that's okay. You can find a lot of these coupons online as well. Um, You can print them out. Sometimes you can print them out up to five times and reuse them. Yeah. Um, You can join a grocery store chain like rewards thing. So like example, we've got Baker's. They're a Kroger grocery store if you're not familiar. Um, But you have your Baker's Plus card and it's free to sign up. 
it's tied to your phone number and then they run baller fucking sales for plus yeah. card members so like you can get they do a lot of five for five sales they do a lot of buy one get one free stuff they always have like a special friday deal that's like a smoking deal that you can only get if you're a plus card member shit like that is gonna be your friend um sign up for as much free shit as possible um, because it's not yeah. gonna cost you anything. If you don't like junk email, make a separate email account for this stuff. Um, that's what I do. I have like a separate like shopping account so that mm -hmm. I don't have a bunch of spam and shit coming to like my adult email address. Um, but coupons, you can find them online, you can find them in like the flyer. You can go to the grocery store sometimes, they'll yeah. have coupons in their flyers. You can grab a grab one or two of those, check it out. Um, it's it's a win any way you slice it because who doesn't love to save money? Um, but when you mm -hmm. have a monthly budget and you really need to make sure that you're crushing it, um, this helps in a couple of ways because a, it helps you plan out your meals. Um, and there is a lot of good shit that happens when you actually put the work in of planning your meals, because then you don't deviate from it. It's psychology. There's a bunch of shit, mm -hmm. <laughs> but it's like planning out your meals. We've talked about making a menu before. So if you're on a budget, making a menu is kind of an essential step. Um, yeah. Plan your meals. It helps you think about your food needs, your taste preferences, what sounds good this week. Like this way you don't have to buy a bunch of shit and let it chill in your freezer and then never eat it because yeah. let's be honest, we've all done it. Exactly. It also like gives you a map for your grocery shopping list. It And that way, you know, it, it just helps in a couple of ways and we'll dive into those. So having a map allows you to adapt your recipes ahead of time to suit your needs. Um, and if you're needing more protein packed meals, this will allow you to pre-plan and think out what types of protein that you'll need to or want to buy, what veggies or other carb sources you can implement, etc. So having a map also allows you to shop faster and more efficiently. This can help reduce, and I'm guilty of this, if I don't have a list and I don't have a map, it helps reduce impulse buys and taking home things that you don't necessarily need, wouldn't normally buy, or won't use. Um, and also, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, it also helps to not have to make multiple trips to the store. Yeah, because that's a time waster. Uh, yeah. I'm I'm so guilty of throwing like a bag of Twinkies or potato chips or something and just never go to the grocery store when you're hungry. That's another fucking hot tip. Like, <laughs> Don't Absolutely. go to the grocery store hungry because you'll walk through and you'll be like, ooh, this looks good and this looks good and this looks good. And then $80 later, all you bought is fucking potato chips, licorice and fucking soda. Yeah. And you didn't get any of your grocery list. So yeah. like have a method to the madness. It allows you to pick your ingredients that can be used more than once in other dishes. Um yeah. I know sometimes eating the same thing is kind of boring. So this is where you can have some fun. Get inventive. Mm -hmm. Fuck around with your food. Um, pick stuff that you can bounce off of. So just because the meals that you're planning have similar ingredients doesn't mean that it all has to taste the same. Mm -hmm. If you've got a bunch of different profiles of like flavors that you want to mix in, you could do Asian, you can do Italian, you could do a fucking million different types of Indian food. Like the world is your fucking oyster. Yeah. You want to do chicken tacos because you bought an ass load of boneless, skinless chicken breast on on sale this week cool cook it in your instant pot bake it in the oven whatever your preferred method is shred that shit throw it in a shell and you're having taco tuesday in no time yeah um it doesn't have to be bland either so invest in a good spice arsenal mm -hmm. like herbs yes. and spices are your friends and we're going to touch on that a little bit more here in a second yeah absolutely um and any store that you're shopping at is likely going to have a weekly or even a monthly ad i know high v locally i think it's midwest mostly but they have a monthly ad and they also have a weekly ad and they have various sales in each. 
Most places anymore, like Sadie mentioned, have that keychain card where you can preload national coupons on an app on yep. your phone. Um, so revisiting your planned meals. Um, you can specifically look up the ingredients you intend to use and see if they're on sale or if there's a coupon provided for that item. Yeah. Um, if you can't find one for the item that's on sale or like um, strawberries are on your list, but they're not on sale, maybe blueberries are. You can yeah. swap some of that stuff around to save some cash. Like even low value cents off coupons can really add up. Just by using five fifty cents off coupons, that's two fifty that you've saved, and you're ending up saving over a hundred dollars each year. Yeah. So like every if we talk about it with the snowflakes, but it does really count. Every cent yeah. fucking matters, especially when you're on a budget. So yeah. like okay, I worked in a grocery store for a really long time. I worked at a Hy-Vee growing up, actually, from eighth grade until like my first year of college. So. Um, a lot of grocery stores put their flyers out on like a, a certain day. So like Tuesday. Um, so you can kind of base your meal prep planning around the grocery store ad. Yep. So say, say that Tuesday you go pick up the ad, you game plan, you, or you check out the ad online. You don't even need to go into the fucking store sometimes. Um, you can p- check out the ad online, go into the store, grab the coupons out of the flyer, buy your shit, and then go back home. Um, yep. But like, Put your meal prep planning around like the grocery flyer if that works for you. That way you're getting everything like right when you need it. It's all fresh. Yeah. You cook it. It's all you're good to go. Um, the other thing with like grocery stores is that they always have like a rotation. Yeah. Um, you'll notice that sales go on rotations. And this is A for me working in it, a grocery store forever. B, my husband used to work for ConAgra and he used to build trucks of like Slim Jims and Wolf Brand Chili and shit to send to like Safeways on the West Coast. So he and I have talked about this a lot, but you can like always know that once a month, Baker's or Hy-Vee or whatever your preferred grocery store is, is going to have that item on sale. Yeah, so sure. You, when you do that, you can buy enough to make sure that you get through the month and then go re-up again when it's on sale. Yeah. And then if you fall short and you have to buy one at full price, like once, Okay. Yeah. You still saved a bunch of money for the rest of the month. Absolutely. One thing that I throw in there too is like, don't sleep on store brands. Um, yeah. Honestly, shit. I was just going to say a lot of the times they're made in the same plant. They're using the same ingredients. Obviously check the boxes to make the, make sure that the ingredients are similar enough. Mm-hmm. I understand that Kraft Mac and cheese is going to taste a little bit different than the store brand stuff. But if you can find stuff that you actually enjoy, um, and it doesn't bother you that it's the store brand kind, go at it. Like they're usually, I wouldn't say like half the price, but probably at least, you know, it's a uh, substantial it's, savings. I mean, uh, yeah, I'm thinking of like the box macaroni and cheese craft. I think right now, unless it's on sales, like a buck, which isn't a whole lot, but like the store brand is like 59 cents. Yeah. Okay. 40 cents. But if you're doing that over the long run, you're going to save quite a bit of money in a whole year's time. So the other thing too, is that in season produce is always going to be less expensive than the out of season stuff. Yep. On that note, try to buy perishable perishable food items in quantities that you're actually going to use. You've seen that meme. I've seen it. I've posted it a thousand times of decaying in the back of the fridge while you're reaching for something else. That's what we're getting at here. That was me this week. Yes. Uh, same, actually. <laughs> Ultimately, you know what you like and how much you're actually going to use. Yeah. Um, so be be mindful. Like we say, be mindful of your portion sizes. This is no different. Be mindful of what you're buying at the grocery store. Nobody wants to make waste. Um, yeah. 
So as always, there's going to be exceptions to using coupons and ads as part of healthy eating on a budget. Be mindful of your sales or coupons persuading you to purchase things that you wouldn't normally buy. Don't be like me and be like, but it's on sale. Bitch, you don't even fucking use it. You have never eaten that in your life. You just think it looks good at the time. Yes. It's only sexy because it's cheaper. Back yeah. away. Back yes. away. You don't need it. Um, but no, like for real, like that's me. Cause I am the person that's like, oh, but it's on sale. Mm-hmm. And Phil will be like, dude, we don't fucking eat that. You've never <laughs> had that before. Why would you buy it? Because it's 75 cents off. Yeah, but it's five dollars. It's such a deal. And he's like, No, it's, it's not. not. <laughs> It is not. <laughs> so don't be like me. Cautionary tale of life. Don't be like me. A short story that's actually very long. But speaking from experience, this is why a list helps. Make your list ahead of time because it actually makes you think about the things that you're going to get. Yeah. Um, it's it's that mind muscle connection thing again. You know, like when you used to study stuff in school, it just stuck better sometimes if you wrote it yeah. down. Um, and if you don't want to carry the piece of paper and your pen through the grocery store, that's fine. Write your pad on your phone. Well, you can do that too. Or I just write the list out, like actually write it out. Then I take a picture of it and I pull the picture up in like photo editor. And then I just paint over the shit with the line as I go. So like, I'm extra. You don't have to do that. But if you like writing things down and you don't want to take your pen with you to the grocery store, because it's kind of a pain in the ass sometimes when you can't find it in your fucking purse or Mm -hmm. your pocket or whatever, it's cool. But another budget loving tactic we use at our house from time to time is shopping Target's clearance out meat. Um, Oh, yeah. So, I almost honestly exclusively buy my meat at Target dude. and you have to be like, there's certain days of the week and it's going to depend on your area. Sorry. I just got tattooed and it is itchy today and I cannot scratch it. So I am slapping it. That's um, the worst part of being tattooed is the itchiness. My goodness. Um, but I like legit exclusively buy Target meat pretty much all of the time. You can get a whole like three pounds of boneless, skinless chicken breast with a $5 off coupon, which makes it like almost half price. Yeah. So like um, our target is, I think it's Wednesday that they put their, like there's whole websites that are dedicated to targets clearance, like schedule. Like if you don't know about couponing, just Google couponing basics and like, holy shit. If you love blogs, like the world is, is there for you at your feet. Um, but yeah, we love we love shopping Target's clearance out meat. Now people are gonna be like clearance meat. Mm, it's fine. It's all before get it in the freezer right when you go well, home. Well, a either cook it right away yeah. or freeze it. But just because it's on clearance doesn't mean it's going to go bad. We're yeah. gonna talk about sell by dates here in a minute. Sell yeah. by date and eat by date are different. Different. They are different. Yeah. So, um, because there's an, a period of time that they build in just automatically yeah. assuming that it's going to sit in your fridge for X amount of days, da, 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 da. Yeah. But, um, figure out when your local store is putting the $3 and $5 off coupons on the meat and go get that shit. Like I get whole smart chickens and they come pre-trust and everything. Like I don't have to do anything except for put the rotisserie spit in it and throw it in the fucking air fryer. Mm-hmm. Um, I usually can get those for four or five bucks each with those coupons. And that's a three yeah. to four pound chicken. Yeah. Like that's, I got a whole deal. big ass. I mean, if you're on video on our YouTube, I, mm. my hands are very large, but the screen isn't wide enough, but a big, <laughs> it's as wide as my screen is a big ass thing of drumsticks. Yeah. They're like $3 and that fed three adult people. Yeah. And let's Great. so let's talk about drumsticks because the dark meat, light meat conversation. People, We're going to actually touch on that in a minute. Yeah, we <laughs> are. So <laughs> you're wondering if you're hearing us talk about dark meat and you're like, oh, that's not good. Mm. Okay. 
we're going to cover that here in a moment. But um, yeah, just go go peruse the local Target. Like not an yeah. ad. We just it, fucking love Target. And then yeah. they have the cartwheel app and you can save yes. money on top of that. A lot um, of times they'll do, especially on their in, like their home brand is good and gather. Yes. A lot of times they'll do five, 10 or 15% off of your whole entire good and gather purchase, which would be, you know, that's just the off brand of stuff. And to me, it tastes exactly the same as the expensive stuff. Well, and so it used to be, I think their store brand was market pantry yes. and then they rebranded as good and gather. Yeah. Um, I, I buy the good and gather shit a lot, Me like it's all really good quality. Again, store brands aren't like they used to be store brands are good now. Yeah. Um, they are like just as good. So Phil and I have talked about this too, because again, he worked for ConAgra for a long time. Um, the thing about store brand stuff versus name brand stuff is the formulation is ever so slightly different. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about like Campbell's cream of mushroom soup versus like Kroger brand cream of mushroom soup. Right. Campbell's, I don't know for a fact, this isn't like, I'm just saying like hypothetically may have like more salt. Yeah. And that's just the difference. Or just vice like, versa. More salt or vice versa. Yeah. Um, it's, it's usually pretty minuscule and you won't notice the difference. Yeah. And store yeah. brands are fucking always on sale. Like they, the other they, thing is take advantage of online ordering. Uh, yes. You can shop multiple grocery stores and then just do the pickups all in one trip and have all of your shit. Yeah. And that's another one of those things with mapping out. If you've already got your list in front of you, you're not even at the store to get distracted by that mm -hmm. shiny thing over there that's on sale. Dude. You literally just search for the items that you need that are on your list. Boom, 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 boom. Honestly, yeah. that's helped me a ton because that I, I don't get distracted by the shiny object. Yeah. I just get what we need. You're good. Exactly. Yeah. Funny how that works, huh? <laughs> Brains are great like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> another thing that you can do, and I'm going to seriously sing this until the birds come home, buy the cheaper cuts of protein. They yeah. can be used in more than one dish, but a lot of times the cheaper protein cuts or the cheaper protein in general, so like the skin on chicken or the chicken quarters get a bad rap. I think they get a bad rap because the convenience factor. So like you're buying boneless, skinless chicken breasts or, you know, boneless, skinless thighs even, it might take a little bit more work, five minutes to, if you don't want the skin on it, to cut it off. But the like five minutes versus five extra dollars, like it's, while it's less expensive um, on the cut of meat or the protein, takes a little bit longer, whatever, on the, um, on the front end, they can also be the tastiest cuts of meat. In For my real. Opinion. Like skirt steak, yes. skirt steak requires um, very particular preparation, but mm -hmm. when done correctly, it can be one of the best cuts of meat you'll ever eat. Oh yeah. Um, like don't sleep on, don't sleep on like the bulk pack stuff. Like, yeah, chicken hindquarters, meh, whatever, dude, you can do so much with chicken hindquarters. You can, you can, so a pull the skin off. Cook them however you want or keep the skin. I yeah. eat the skin at my house because the shit I keep it good. on because the flavor seeps into yes. better, in my opinion, than meat. Yes. Yeah. If you don't like the skin, then don't eat the skin. I I love I love some crusty chicken skin. It's yeah. really good. Yeah. Um, but like you can you can get the cheaper cuts and deconstruct them too. So like yeah. let's let's talk about chicken in particular. Whole chickens, a bag of chicken quarters, the chicken thighs, drumsticks, they all are going to be less expensive than the already broken down skin off counterparts. Why? Because we just talked about it, the convenience factor. Yeah. You're paying somebody labor to take the bones and the skin off of that meat. And honestly, sometimes when you get boneless, skinless cuts of meat, you're getting less. Like because yes. they're smaller cuts. 
Um, so like the chicken breast tenderloin is the piece that's really close to the underside of the breastbone. That really good, like mm -hmm. it's the filet mignon of the chicken. Um, you usually don't get that when you do a boneless, skinless chicken breast from the grocery yep. store. They cut those out and sell them because they cost more. Yep. Like it's things like that. Um, I, I grew up in a small town. I've literally seen how the sausage is made. And I can tell you that, yeah, you're paying a lot of money for that convenience factor. And sometimes you're getting less of the whole product. Um, yeah. Like, and in my opinion, and like we say, opinions are like assholes. Everyone has them. But the whole pieces tend to have more flavor, tenderness, and juiciness when they're made right because you're getting the whole thing. Like yes. you're not losing juice because there's less surface area that's open for the juice. Well, it's it's really easy to fuck up chicken breast. It is. But if you have the whole ass quarter or the whole, you know, I, I, I done the, uh, what are they called for our wedding? We did like the chicken halves because they were on, they were on oh, sale yeah. for like a dollar a pound and I had to feed 200 people. <laughs> yeah. And, but it, you get the whole ass thing. You get the yeah. breast, you get all the other good parts, the dark meat too. I bought a whole bag of chicken quarters not that long ago. It was on sale for $6.88. That fed us three separate times. Yeah. I love chicken Three people three separate times. Chicken hindquarters on the grill are- yep, That's how I made them every time. Your meal because yes. dark meat is a little fattier. It's not so much fattier that it's going to end you like yeah. eat it if you if you prefer the dark meat eat the fucking dark meat life yes. is short eat the tasty fucking dark meat yes um but if the idea of butchering your own meat freaks you out because trust me it's intimidating like there's a lot of you have to pay attention to where the joints are and the chickens mm -hmm. so you don't cut the bone it can be overwhelming alton brown look up alton brown how to butcher meat and he's got you covered like i grew up watching good eats I learned most of what I fucking know about cooking from Alton Brown. He, uh, if you like this podcast, you will appreciate Alton Brown's content yeah. because this podcast is based off of an idea of good eats kind of. So yeah. like um, he does every episode is kind of like what we do. Like everything has a central idea and then he riffs on it a couple of different ways. Um, he does entire episodes about cutting meat. So if you have any questions, they are out there in the ether. I'm sure you can probably find something on YouTube from someone else if you have a preferred food blogger or whatever. But um, don't be afraid to try new shit. Like, right. um, and when you learn how to do all this, like butchering and extra stuff, you're actually going to prefer to just bring the shit home and cut it yourself because it's always going to be how you want it. Exactly. It's always going to taste really good. Um, you mentioned doing those quarters on the grill. I do chicken a lot one cause I, it's on sale quite a bit, not yeah. necessarily chicken breasts, but when I did those quarters every single time, my stepson and my husband like ate it up. Yeah. Like, I mean, my stepson was like eating the rest of it off the bone cause it, it was, he liked it so much. So, and it was something he hadn't really had before cause I never really prepared it. But I was like, well, we have ga a gas hookup to our grill now. Let's fucking do this shit. So oh, yeah. while it may require a little bit more work when you're eating it, it goes a lot further. Like I said, we I fed three adults. I call my stepson an adult now because he basically he, is. He's he taller eats, than me. He eats adult amounts of food for Holy sure. Guacamole. <laughs> um, but it fed three adults three times. Um, and honestly, I thought that the flavor was there, whereas chicken breast can really dry out. I've become the queen of chicken breast, but it was something different. It tasted a little bit different. And we could then dissect the leftover meat 
and put it in a different dish. Yeah. So if you make like a rotisserie chicken, or that's one of my favorite things to do yeah. is recycle your rotisserie chicken. You can make chicken salad out of it. You want to make barbecue chicken pizza, which I think is what I'm going to do with the last half of mine from the other day tonight. Um, oh. Like there's, there's so many options. You can literally Google things too. Like how do I use my leftover rotisserie chicken? Like yeah. no question is a dumb question. If you've thought about Googling it, someone else has, someone else has. It before. So just Google it. Get Something it. Something I've learned is that we are not unique in any way. Seriously, <laughs> seriously. But like, it's, it's just, it's so easy when yeah. you figure out how to do it and then it's done right every time. Like you're not disappointed because the worst thing is having food and then being disappointed because it's shitty. Right. Like putting the effort into it and then having to be like, well, this cut sucked. And it's like, well, if you cut it yourself, then you don't have to worry about that. Yeah. So also invest in a meat thermometer. If the idea of cooking protein is scary to you because you don't want food poisoning, you can get a meat thermometer for five to $12 on Amazon target. Like it doesn't have to be fancy in the grocery store. In the grocery store. If you get the one with the little circle dial though, that's got like the, the old school meat thermometers, you yeah. have to calibrate those in cold water before you put them into the meat. But yeah. if you have a digital thermometer, you can just throw that sucker in whenever I got ours for like, I think 15 bucks on Amazon. It's got the probe that hooks up to the unit that sits on the oven. And then I have like a little remote unit that I can like, it's like a little cell phone dealy guy. Yeah. And you just one, my shits up to temp, it beeps at me. And then I go get it out of wherever it is. Yeah. Um, so kitchen gadgets that aren't expensive, meat thermometer, get one. When it comes to beef, sirloin, tip steak, top round, round roast, eye of round, bottom round roast, etc. They're all going to be less expensive than New York strip. Now, trust me, prime rib, ribeye is my favorite cut on the cow however sometimes you don't want to spend 17 dollars a pound for a fucking ribeye right. this is where you can use your instant pot or your crock pot get those less expensive cuts of meat and make a fucking roast yes let's talk about percent. how great roast is for yeah. leftovers like oh so good it's better good. after a few days it is because all the juice sucks into the like carrots and potatoes yeah. and stuff and it's just mm. Yeah. I don't want roast, but <laughs> make these less expensive cuts, um, figure out how to prepare them and you're fine. So like eye of round is great for marinating and cooking. It's pretty lean. So you're not going to want to like sting it, sting it, and then eat it like a steak. It'll be pretty tough. You won't have a good time. Um, yeah. Sirloin tip steak is considered the low cost superstar of beef. It's great for stir fry, kebab, stew meat, or cube steak and buy it in its entire form. Because if you pay for stew meat, you're going to pay a shit ton yep. more money just to have cutting it down for you. Cut it up. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. And, and it's an arbitrary thickness. Like you don't get to decide how big the pieces are either. Yep. Exactly. Um, so top round steak or London broil is thick. Mm -hmm. It's versatile and is the best when broiled or slow cooked. So if you have a sous vide, maybe you no. don't, maybe you got it as a, a gift. This would be the perfect meat to do that with. Yeah. Um, and then lastly, in our list of, I grabbed this link to where like the best lower cost beef options are is linked in the show notes. Yep. Um, so I picked out the top four that I thought were most accessible or that always catch my eye. Um, so our last one would be round roast. Uh, top round roast is lean. Um, it should be slow cooked to improve the tenderness and then thinly sliced across the grain. It's freaking, this is what my husband always buys. If you follow me on Instagram and you see me posting stuff of what we're smoking, this is what he's doing. Put it in the, he puts it in the smoker for like three to four hours. And it is literally the best meat I've ever had. It's so freaking good. 
And if you like hot beef sandwiches, like oh, let's yeah. talk about a good protein carby meal that doesn't cost a lot of money. Hot beef sandwich. It's an open face sandwich served on a mountain of mashed potatoes. You can put the gravy on if you want or not. But yeah. like if you need protein and carbs fast and you want it to be tasty and meaty and awesome, like, yo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What up? Sorry, vegan friends. Uh, we got real meat posty today in this episode. Sorry. We're going to we're going to come talk to you here in a second. We didn't leave you out. So yeah. Um, you can you can add nutritional value to anything. We call it churching it up yeah. um, here at Meathead Test Kitchen. Like legit, sometimes you just have to be imaginative in the way that you're using this boxed meal. So yeah, like think outside the box. I know it sounds cheesy as fuck, but like, hey, legitimately, if you can riff on flavors, then like you're like, oh, yeah. I want to put cheese on that. That would be really good. Fuck yeah, for it. sure. I always think of like hamburger helper. Yes. Um, you could add bell peppers, onions, garlic, carrots, celery. All of those items are usually pretty inexpensive. I mean, you could get a, a little bag of baby carrots for like a dollar. Throw them yeah. in your food chopper and, you know, make them into little bits. Yeah. Like, and then grocery stores will do the pre, pre-cut packs of like. Usually those are pretty expensive. If you can get them on sale, you yeah. can get them for like a dollar a bag and that's okay. Um, oh, those. I thought you yeah. meant like the pre, like they're physically taking oh. the shit and cutting it up like they do. No, no like yeah. Baker's, Baker's has like frozen bags of like mirepoix. Oh, yeah. Um, and those are usually like 75 cents to like a buck 50, um, yeah. depending. But you get a couple onions or a couple peppers in there. So it's yeah. usually worth the effort if you don't like cutting things or you yeah aren't up to par that's okay like they're there are either way that is that you're ending up adding fresh vegetables to yeah. it and fresh veg or frozen is the best runner-up to fresh yeah when it comes to yeah. veggies and fruit it's all picked right when it's good and then they freeze it and boom yes for sure um, one of my favorite things to church up is a box of macaroni and cheese though so like a box of store brand mac and cheese is going to cost you like 50 cents um, you want to add more nutritional value. How the hell do you add more nutritional value to cheese sauce and noodles? Real easily. Easy. If you think about it, um, get that 80 cent can of tuna, uh, get tuna and water, tuna and water. We usually prefer over tuna and oil. Yes. Tuna and oil does taste better, but if it's packed in oil, it's going to absorb some of that and you're going to get the extra fat macros mm -hmm. in there. So if you're not wanting that extra fat macro, if that's not, you know, if you're trying to be, mindful of your intake go with the packed in water mm -hmm. um and then save the tuna water for your cats because they'll there thank you, you. they'll thank you later um but throw that can of tuna in your mac and cheese um instant nutritional value you just put a fuckload of protein into that box yeah. of mac and cheese a whole can of tuna is like 24 grams of protein yeah yeah the small like the normal small ass can they're like the three thing. ounces i think yeah. um yeah, a three ounce can of tuna on sale can run you anywhere from twenty five cents to like. 70. I guess I usually do two, so it's probably more like twelve. Sorry for misspeaking. <laughs> I usually put two in there because I want as much protein as I can get. Right. Yeah. So make tuna mac, and if you yeah. don't like tuna, you can get canned chicken. And I know people are like, "Oh, canned chicken. Canned chicken's fucking fine. It's fine. It's totally fine. Like it's I've eaten it a bunch. Yeah. It's it's totally fine. Um, other things you can do if you're on a budget, but you want to make sure you're getting protein in there. Um, get some like Ritz crackers or townhouse or whatever kind of crackers mm -hmm. you prefer. Make tuna or chicken salad. All you need is a can of tuna or a can of chicken, a little bit of mayonnaise, and then whatever spices or vegetables. Or even Greek yogurt if you want yeah. to not yeah. use mayonnaise. If I've you used hate mayonnaise like before. me. I've used hummus. I've used Greek yogurt. Um, yeah. What else have I used? Um, shit. 
guac guac's a good one uh, yeah. like any any kind of fatty binder that's gonna be tasty if you don't like mayonnaise but it's super cheap and easy to make tuna salad kit or chicken salad yeah. kit and then boom you're getting that hit of protein with like six crackers yeah for sure i know i already mentioned hamburger helper but you can do the same thing with ham- hamburger helper you can add tuna which is inexpensive like we said about 80 cents you could add the chicken that you found on sale or beef the beef options that we listed above or even ground turkey if that's on sale yeah um if you're a vegetarian add some beyond crumbles in there you're good to go just use your imagination Anything that you think is going to increase the nutritional value that you are going to like, add it fucking in there. It already comes with the sauce packets and shit. And if you don't like the sauce packet, be imaginative with that too. Yeah. You don't have to use everything they give you in the box if you don't like it. If you're vegan and you're like, oh, that's got cheese sauce. Well, then don't put the cheese sauce in there. Do the noodles and make your own sauce. Yeah. And that's pretty easy to do. We're actually going to be doing a few recipes. Um, we really honestly just need to take the pictures for the cookbook. And it's we done. do. We do. And that's all we have to do. It's just that like taking the pictures is such like photo- like food photography is like a whole level of things that Sasha and I don't know super well yet. So like I've been reading a shit it's, ton. It, honestly, it's food. It's more so making it and then because that's that we have several recipes in there so like making it and then taking the pictures like i don't want to make that much food at one time we should just have an office potluck we should there just make a bunch of shit and then have our coworkers fucking test the cookbook for us there you go like then then it's done for sure <laughs> but yeah no the cookbook is still happening sorry it uh, it's just there's like we've had a lot of obviously you've seen the last couple episodes we've been recording uh remote so like we've had a lot of schedule things happen because Sasha's super busy so it's like that is like it's happening but it's happening when we have time to actually give it the attention it deserves yes uh, we don't want to give you a half-assed product that's the last fucking that's thing for sure so uh thank you for waiting <laughs> um it's coming uh but yeah so earlier we talked about reducing waste you don't want to waste your food a is you're literally throwing money in the fucking garbage b there are people that could have eaten that shit like yep. um you've seen the use by dates on food We've mentioned it before. What is used by or best buy? So it means like you're the date that it should be sold at the grocery store. This is the drop dead date that it can stay on the shelf. After that, it either needs to be in someone's home or it needs to be in the garbage. Um, so don't use foods or drinks after the use by date on the label. Um, even if it looks and smells fine. This is the use by date, not the sell by date. Right. Um, the sell by date is what you'll usually see on the label of like fresh products at the grocery store. Mm -hmm. Uh, the used by date will be printed on by the manufacturer. So always follow that. Nobody has time for food poisoning. It It is is the worst. I, I, every time I get it, I literally pray for death. Like I'm like, please just fucking kill me. So I don't have to shit water anymore. Like, Oh my God, I'm not a religious person, but I do pray to whatever's up there to fucking take me when I have food poisoning. It's the worst. Don't recommend it. Zero out of five stars. Yeah. After the date can put your health at risk. (laughs) Like, yeah, you don't, you don't want to take that chance. Like food poisoning is nothing to fuck with. People die of food poisoning. They do. Like, like I know that old school dads are like, oh, it's fine. It's past the date. Fuck that shit. Not the use by date. Yeah. No. Don't fuck with that shit. No. Um, remember, the use by date relies on you storing the food properly as described on the food label. And if you don't follow these instructions, your food can spoil more quickly and you may risk food poisoning. You're always supposed to refrigerate things after opening them if the label says so. Yes. Peanut butter. You don't have to refrigerate it after opening if you don't want to. But if it does get too hot at room temperature, it can go rancid. Yeah. <laughs> um, True. 
You will know what rancid peanut butter smells like as soon as you get that. You'll know what rancid anything smells like the second you smell it. Uh, I actually, real quick food poisoning story. Speaking of use by dates, a lot of times the use by date, especially on like deli meat specifically, it has seven days after the date that you opened it. So Mm -hmm. the use by date on there, you shouldn't open it after that. But if you are opening it, it should be used within seven to 10 days. Yeah. I went and um, didn't listen to my mom. And we had bologna at the time. Oh, no. It wasn't the right color, but I was in kindergarten. So I was like, well, this will be fine. I didn't know any better. Legit projectile vomited in art class. And once I was done, I felt fine. But they told me I had to go home. Uh, so if if it smells or looks a foot or like a foot, do not eat it. Okay. Yeah. If it's You'll growing stuff on it, don't eat it. Don't scrape it off and eat it. It does not mean that if it has mold on it that it is penicillin, like my grandma thinks. Anyway, so the best before don't be a dates. Hero. <laughs> yeah. Don't be a hero. Uh, best before dates appear on a wide range of frozen, dried, canned, and other foods. The the best before dates are more about food quality and than food safety. So yeah. When the date runs out, it doesn't mean that the food's going to necessarily be harmful, but it might lose its flavor. It might lose its texture. I think a lot of times of like Jello or like gravy packs, Mm -hmm. you can still use them, but they're probably not going to texturally turn out the same way as they would if they were before the best before date. It's not going to give you food poisoning to use something after the best by date. So again, though, always store the foods as described on the food packaging. Yeah, like ketchup, you should always refrigerate that shit after you open it. Your ketchup shouldn't be tangy and bubbly. If your ketchup tastes like tangy, like like I've had lackluster. Like it shouldn't be foamy no. when it comes out of the squirty. If it is, your shit's bad and you need to throw it away. Yes. Um, yes. But like there, I mean, obviously they put preservatives in foods for yes. a reason. But those, I mean, modern science can only do so much. So, yes. um like when we talk about food waste, there's a lot of different ways to reduce your food waste. A lot of foods that we see wasted most often are bread and bakery products, produce, dairy, eggs, meat, fish, and pre-prepared meals. Um, these are the notorious ones that you'll be like, oh, I'm going to use it this week. I'm going to use it this week. And then it fucking dies. Yeah. Slow death, petrifying into somebody's science project in the back of your refrigerator. You are not going to eat that. No, if you don't eat six eggs in a day, don't buy the 30-pack flat of eggs at the grocery store. Right. You're going to have them forever, and them shits are going to be old by the time you... Like, if you open your egg and there's a whole lot of air in the bottom of it, that's a bad egg. Like, Also, if you want to test for old. eggs, um, put them in some water. If yeah. they float to the bottom, they're good. If they float to the top, throw them fuckers out. Yeah, that means there's a lot of air in it, and it's coming up to the top, and yes. it's like... It might not be bad yet, but it is definitely on its way out. And like eggs, the older they, the longer they sit, the more you can see like the albumin. So the albumin is like the little squiggly, I think the little squiggly guy that's on the egg yolk. The older your eggs get, the more pronounced that is too. Um, Your eggs shouldn't be like flat when you crack them. Like a good fresh egg will have, it'll be like a nice firm boob. Like it'll, you know, everybody knows what a nice firm boob looks like. Um, but that's what your eggs should look like. They should yeah. be like nice and tall. They should have body. Like you should see where the most part of the egg white is. And then there's a little bit of like exterior egg white. Um, 
And if you ever have any doubt, just fucking Google it again. Like there are blogs dedicated to food safety things, because again, you're not the first person that's questioned. Can I actually use this nacho cheese? (laughs) Um, So use your leftovers. It might seem boring and unappetizing. I know there's nothing sexy about a leftover, but let's be honest. There's nothing sexy about a lot of things that you've been doing on your health and fitness journey. So why is this any fucking different? Hello. (laughs) Um, So like, don't, don't waste your food. Uh, You can make plenty of delicious meals and snacks from the smallest portions of leftovers to save you money. So say you made yes. a fucking awesome steak for dinner last night. Save the rest of it. Cut it up super thin in the morning. Throw it in with some hash browns. Fucking steak and potatoes for breakfast. Crack Hell a couple yeah. things over it. You've got a complete fucking meal. Hell yeah. The other thing, like, I mean, I know that we t- kind of touched on that earlier, speaking of protein. Um, the nice thing about protein is that it can be batch prepared with minimal seasonings. And I say minimal because you can repurpose it for a variety of things. So like you know, getting that rotisserie chicken. If you're doing that at home, if you're getting a whole chicken and breaking it down, if you're using the chicken quarters, peel the skin off if you don't like it, cut the cold meat up, throw it in a fucking salad. Stuff like that is what we're talking about. Also those grilled or pan tossed veggies can be put in other dishes too, over like a casserole or something. I use a a leftover veggies a lot in like breakfast, you know, scramble the eggs up, throw the extra veggies in there. Yeah, that's um, a great way to reuse them. Um, you can do that with like, we've talked about making the egg cups before, but yeah. using leftovers, like if you have leftover ham or leftover beef or even chicken, like you can put yeah. chicken in your eggs. It's fine. Um, yeah, I do it all the time. It's it's super easy. You just throw all that shit in a cup, crack an egg or two over it, stir it up, and throw it in the microwave. Yeah. Yeah. Put it in a coffee mug. Then it doesn't, you know, go yeah. all over the place. Yeah, it doesn't explode <laughs> yeah. everywhere. Um, you can do overripe fruits. Um, they can either be frozen or you can just throw them in a blender for a smoothie because you're probably putting protein, some milk, some Greek yogurt in there anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, they can also be baked or added to casseroles if you're looking for a natural way to make something sweeter. Yeah. If you've got those death metal black bananas hanging on your fucking fruit thing in your kitchen right now, make some banana bread. Yeah. You can put Greek yogurt and banana bread. Um, use applesauce yeah. instead of oil a five ingredient banana bread recipe that has Greek yeah. yogurt and applesauce in it. That is baller. It's so good. That up. Yeah. Um, I have that too. But yeah, bread. So like bread, if it's on the way out the door, you can make it into croutons. You can make it into breadcrumbs, both of which can be frozen. Um, you can also use stale bread. I say stale bread, not bad bread. There's a difference. If it's yeah. growing old, it's bad and it needs to be thrown out. Um, if you have stale bread, like say you got an Italian loaf from the grocery store and you ate half of it, cut the rest of it up and make panzanella. Um, panzanella is just cut up chunks of bread with chunks of vegetables, cheese of your choice. And then you make a vinaigrette out of olive oil and balsamic vinegar. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll put that rest. There's a barefoot Contessa panzanella recipe that I fucking love. Um, but it's super easy to make. And if you don't eat, then you don't have to add anything in there that would be, you know, animal derived. Um, but yeah, you can, there, there's a million different ways to skin a cat. Like you can do anything that like save your old bread for, um, breakfast casseroles. Yeah. Um, so keep that shit, cut it up and then throw it in a casserole dish, crack some eggs, get those on top, put some cheese. I like to put like jalapenos on mine because mm-hmm. it's a nice little spicy. And or maybe- you can do the sweet version, add your overripe fruit in there and yeah. then you have like French pudding. toast. Yeah. Yeah. You, you can, I mean, and think about it. It's just bread and eggs and fruit. There's nothing wrong with any of those things. Put nope. some fucking cinnamon in there. You might need a little bit of sugar for sweetener. That's okay. Like 
sugar's not the enemy. I saw a post yesterday where someone was talking about food labels in the US and the UK and someone's like, I didn't realize this was high fructose corn syrup. That's so bad for you. And the food scientist was like, no, it's just sugar. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. it's just sugar it's fine if you fine. need to add some in there do it um you can like before your bread even gets bad to the point where it's throw out a bowl or if you just got bread because it was on sale and you've got four loaves and you're like what the fuck am i gonna do with four loaves of bread this week put them in the freezer you can freeze bread bread's totally fine when you freeze it give it yep. time to thaw properly and then it'll be just as good as new Hell, if I'm impatient, I just pop it in the microwave for 10 seconds. Then yeah. throw, I usually am throwing it in the toaster and then yeah. it has a frozen option. I have to do that with all of our bread here because I pretty much am the only one who eats straight up sandwich bread. Everybody else use hot, uses hot dog buns. But even those, you can pop them in the freezer. They're yeah. fine. Throw yeah, them on the I counter will- for 30 minutes and they're thawed out. I will buy like the 30 pack of the hot dog or hamburger buns from like Sam's or Costco or whatever, and then freeze them. And then, yeah, you just rip that bag open whenever you need a couple, pull them out, make sure that your bag is good. Um, If you have a food saver, you can food save bread after it's frozen. Um, You can vacuum seal anything after it's frozen. Uh, If it's soft, when it's thawed out, it needs to be frozen before you food save it. Um, Yeah. But if you need any of that shit, that's all in our Amazon store, mehatestkitchen.com, by the way. Like, we've talked about a lot of kitchen gadgets, and you're like, what the fuck am I going to do? Where am I going to find these? They're all in our store. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Uh, We talk a lot about taking care of your brain muscle here on MTK, and we would like to talk a little bit more about how BetterHelp, that's H-E-L-P, can help you if you're looking for counseling online. It's super convenient. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. It's amazing. I've signed up for it myself. Um, I think that it's super important, especially given the things that we've all had to deal with in the last year to address some of your issues if you're having some. Um, And BetterHelp can definitely assist you with that. Um, You can log on to your account at any time and send a message to your counselor. You get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule a weekly video or phone session so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room. No one likes those um, waiting for traditional therapy. BetterHelp, that's H-E-L-P, is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if the one that you found just isn't working out for you. Um, We've talked about that before too. Finding the right counselor that fits for you to be comfortable with, to talk to, um, and talk through some things, it's super important. It's also more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is also available. BetterHelp wants to help you start living a happier life today. You can visit their website and read their testimonials that are posted daily. That's www.betterhelp.com slash reviews. And today you can visit betterhelp.com, that's H-E-L-P, slash mtk um and you'll get a special offer just by being a listener of meathead test kitchen you get 10 percent off of your first month at betterhelp.com slash mtk so if you're in need of a counselor and are seeking professional help please check out betterhelp that's h-e-l-p.com slash mtk and get 10 percent off of your first month today Um, Another way to reduce your food waste is to make things that freeze easily. So think casseroles, chili or soups, pasta dishes. These all freeze and then reheat well. Take them out when you're going to want them for the week or whatever. Give them a day to thaw out. Then you can pop them in the microwave um, and you don't have to really worry about it. And you've kind of essentially meal prepped at that point. That way when you inevitably make too much fucking pasta, because we all do it. Yep. 
you don't have to fear it going to waste because you can just put it in the freezer. And then most of those dishes that you make or I'm putting in the freezer can last up to three months in your and freezer. And if you made, if you made too much spaghetti, like you just boiled straight up too much fucking spaghetti, make some pasta salad out of that shit. Yeah. Throw some peppers, throw, if you like onions, throw some onions in there. If you like black olives, throw those in there. Yeah. Uh, chop up then, the spaghetti noodles or whatever. I mean, and, you can just leave them the long stringies too, if yeah, you want. Um, mushrooms are a really good addition to that, especially yeah. if you're like vegetarian or vegan, as we talked about in our amino acids episode a couple weeks ago, like they are the perfect vegetable when it comes mm -hmm. to getting all of your essential amino acids. Um, but you can, again, riff off of the same shit. Like yeah. you don't have to reinvent the wheel, make shit that tastes good to you. Who gives a fuck if people aren't trending it on Instagram right now? Like you don't have to make the, the fucking whatever pasta kit or hack or yeah. whatever that they call everything a fucking hack by the way it's a recipe yeah, it's, it's not a, a recipe it's a fucking recipe let's call it what it is jesus yeah. christ <laughs> um but like just riff off a of shit you know go with what you know and then yeah. as you get comfortable with what you know start adding new shit in like you, you again go. just like your fitness journey just like anything else in your life take it on in bite-sized pieces like don't do the all or nothing mentality if you can only meal prep three meals a week right now fucking meal prep those three meals a week you're still going to save time and money by doing so exactly um, and lastly, as we've mentioned before, if you don't think you're going to go through your produce aside from like salads or lettuce, you can always buy the frozen alternatives on the cheap and you don't have to worry about them going bad. You just use what you eat at a given meal and go. Now, the caveat to this is going to be fruit. Frozen fruit is very fucking expensive. It is. <laughs> frozen so, fruit is super fucking expensive. What I used to do because I do like smoothies a lot is I would buy whatever fruit was on sale. And then the, when it started to get to the point where it was about to go kind of bad, I would cut them up and freeze them immediately. And yep. then I, and I just measure out the portions and then I had a bunch of little baggies of fruit and then I just grab them and go and throw them in the yep. blender. Yeah. That's Fresh fruit is honestly less expensive than frozen. It is. And that is the one exception. Like we yeah. talk about how frozen is always cheaper than fresh. It is veggies for fruit. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Frozen meat, usually cheaper. Frozen veggies, usually cheaper. Frozen fruit, mm. no. no, 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 no. You got to pay somebody to pick all that shit apart for some reason. Like, I don't yeah. know why the vegetable cutting robot and the fruit cutting robot are, charging <laughs> are so different. Money, but here we are. Yeah. <laughs> um, so like, and yeah, you can just freeze your fruit. And if you buy like the fucking three pound container of strawberries, because it was on sale for six ninety nine, cut out the middleman right away. Just fucking cut that shit up and freeze it right yeah. away. If you're afraid you're not going to use it because strawberries do go, berries especially are notorious. Should also be kept in the fridge, by the way. They stay longer in the fridge. Yes. Um, apples do not. Berries do. <laughs> yeah, apples don't. If you don't like them being warm, just take a couple out of your fruit bowl every day and throw them in the fridge so that they're nice, cold, and crispy when you're ready for them. Um, yeah. Potatoes, those do better outside of the fridge, too. Um, if you have them in a warm area, though, they're going to sprout eyes really fast. So you'll have to pick those out. And if out. they do, it's not a bad thing. Remember no. that potatoes are tubers. So those yes. are what those are. They're trying to grow more potatoes. If you threw that potato that's grown its, grown its little tentacles in a pot and gave it six months, you'd have more potatoes. It's true. All you have to do is pop those off. It's I not, did that doesn't year. mean they're rotten, rotten yeah. unless they're physically moldy. <laughs> If they're soft, yes. if they are like spongy, squishy, that potato is past its time. Yeah. Um, and that could would be a really good one to put yes. in a pot. That I did that last year, actually. Yeah. I did a bunch of garbage vegetables that were like, oh, this is bad. Oh, that onion started to sprout. Well, fuck, I yeah. guess I'll throw All it. Right. I guess I'll put it in some dirt. 
grow your own garbage vegetables. Uh, right. If you buy the heads of lettuce that come with the roots still intact on them, save everything but the little like it's like the middle core. core. Yeah. And replant it and then you can grow your own fucking lettuce Just and you make don't make sure you shave off the little end yes um and then stick it in a little thing of water until it starts sprouting a little bit or growing out the top and then you can stick that in dirt and you're gonna keep growing lettuce yeah you can do that or um i get the ones that still have like the root ball attached Oh so it's yeah, got, it's got the live roots and I'll keep it in the fridge. And then Under like literally, yes, I just planted one the other day. Um, So like if you and you can do like an at home herb garden, same kind of thing. Like if you don't want to pay for that shit, it's easy to grow it yourself if you have the space. Green and onions if- there. Are, we could actually probably put together a list um, after we record today to go along with the show notes of the, of the vegetables that work really well for doing that. I've done it several times, especially when you're on a budget. Um, it, it works in a pinch and they taste just fine. Um, I think romaine lettuce works a little bit better for the lettuce or the better lettuce, like, uh, Sadie mm-hmm. mentioned, but you can do that with green onions. You can do that with a variety of different things. If um, your garlic has gone bad and started to sprout, throw that shit in the ground too. grow your own. Yep. Like Hell yeah. the thing about vegetables is when they start to break down, they're really just starting to feed to them. Grow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking dirt. Grow right? your own. You have the room. Um, so like, like yeah. Um, but you know, this whole conversation came about because I think it was on a TikTok. We were answering questions and it came up because it's always bothered me that there's so much information out there and nobody talks enough. We don't think about how you can eat healthy on a budget. Everybody's budget's different. Everybody can afford different things. Everybody's dietary needs, like we said at the top are different. So there's a variety of ways that you can eat on the cheap. You just have to have a plan. You might have to plan a little bit more and you might have to be more mindful um, but anything can have nutrients added to it. So go yeah. forth and eat that gourmet version of Hamby Helper. Seriously, church that shit up and enjoy it. Uh, yes. One of my favorite things, and it's just extra calories to taste good. And I'll totally admit to that. And I don't care. Putting a can of cream of mushroom soup in your macaroni with tuna. Like it's like yeah. cheesy tuna noodle casserole. Um, yeah. and it's so good. Like white trash fucking gourmet secret one. But it, but it works, you know, and you, you know, it's so good. I It's easy to make. Like if you, if you only have 10 minutes, throw all the fucking boil a pasta and then you just throw all the shit in there and mix it up and eat. Like I used to make it as a kid. Yeah, for sure. Um, if you, if we didn't touch on something that you had a question on, you can always send us a message at hello at meathead Um, If you're looking for more ideas, if you just want to have a chat, whatever, you can also find us on the socials, hello, or at Meathead Test Kitchen everywhere, except for Twitter. MTK staff is where we can be found there. We do have merch, shop.herdatmedia.com. Otherwise, there's a link on our website, meatheadtestkitchen.com. If you're looking for programming, go to meatheadathletics.com. Strong with us, motherfucker. Uh, Yeah. We've got, uh, we're going to expand the services of Meathead Athletics soon at some point too, because Sasha's going to be coming on board after she gets her certifications. Um, but if you are looking for help with your food intake or with your training, definitely hit us up. Um, we have a Discord server. You can just search for Meathead Test Kitchen. Uh, I'm on Discord like all day now. So if you have questions, that's a really easy way to find us too. Uh, we're everywhere, basically. Yeah. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> you can't get rid of us. Oh, we're like, late. you're fucking stuck with us now, bitch. Doesn't As matter. always, Altrex, we're coming back. <laughs> As always, make sure you're kind to yourself. Make sure you're kind to each other. We love the shit out of you guys. Be good. Don't don't be dumb. There's <laughs> enough dumb people out there. Don't be one of them. Me head test kitchen. Out. out. 
Join Sadie and Sasha every Monday, helping to make your fitness and nutrition journey suck less. MTK. A Huda Media Production.